You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen. You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that's a real pain in the neck, pun intended, you know, pain in the neck. Um, Neck pain is something that's very, very common that I'm sure all of us have dealt with at least once. There was a data from 2013 that showed that almost 2% of all healthcare visits were for neck pain. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you look at the total number, that's over 21 million visits. So 21 million visits just for neck pain alone in one year in the United States. So everybody's at risk. So, you know, what are the common reasons that people get neck pain? Well, I'm sure we've all had the time where we've slept wrong and we've just woke up a little kink in our neck. Sometimes it's due to poor posture, uh, and that can lead to changes in our skeleton and the musculoskeletal section that supports our head. It's essentially like a bowling ball on top of our skeleton that can lead to neck pain. We are all stuck in front of a computer for so many things nowadays. And, you know, computer time and bad ergonomics can lead to problems with your neck. Stress itself can cause tightness in those muscles, which can lead to chronic or acute neck pain. And even sometimes with exercise, you may be exercising vigorously or turn or twist in a weird way. So all of those things can cause that sort of normal, temporary neck pain that we all may suffer from, from point to point in our lifetime. But there are some other more significant or more serious issues. You may be developing osteoarthritis. You may have a degenerative disc. You may have an acute disc herniation. So when we talk about neck pain, there's the -the run-of-the-mill neck pain that you can treat for the most part by yourself. But there are some really important times that you really need to seek out medical care. So if you have severe neck pain, you know, severe headaches associated with neck pain, weakness in your arms or legs, numbness, shooting pain down the arm, balance issues, even if you have pain, you know, neck and shoulder arm could be a myocardial infarction, a heart attack, or even, you know, fevers, chills could be an infection like meningitis. So if you have any of these severe symptoms, go to the emergency room, go to the urgent care, call your doctor. What we're going to talk about today are more of these run-of-the-mill things. So when we get neck pain, um, first you have to look at, well, why did I get it? So if you got a new pillow and every time that you've slept with this new pillow, you keep waking up with neck pain, well, maybe you need to change your pillow, you know, maybe the way you're sleeping or the way that your head is through the night. So that's one simple fix. The other thing is to improve your posture. So an interesting gadget um, and uh, called the Upright Go. We actually bought it just to kind of try it. You know, my kids are in front of their computers 24-7 now being at home. Um, and it was an interesting, simple sort of gadget that basically you you put around your neck or you can stick to the back of your neck between your shoulder blades and you set appropriate positions. So when you start to slouch, it just vibrates a little bit. And it's just a little reminder to kind of get you to pull your shoulders back and keep your head up and your back straight. So just kind of an interesting little um Uh, tool that you might use if you're someone that does struggle with posture as an issue. Um, Ergonomics. So if you are working a lot 
and you're sitting at a desk and you're sitting in front of a computer, you want to look at your seat, your desk height, your computer height, your mouse position, all those things. Um, and there are people that actually specialize in this now that you can use that to adjust the ergonomics. And the other thing is a regular activity and exercise and stretching program. You know, lack of activity can lead to poor posture and weakness in those supporting muscles. So you want to get in regular exercise and activity and stretching. And another interesting thing is smoking has been found to be a contributing factor for people with back pain and neck pain. So just quitting smoking alone may alleviate some of the problems that you have. Now, what if you have some of these symptoms that aren't just there for a day or two, they're not severe enough to rush into the emergency room, you know, but these are persisting, you might see your doctor. Obviously, he's going to listen to you and take a history, examine you. They're probably going to do an x-ray. Depending on your symptoms, they may do a special test like an MRI or a CAT scan. And sometimes if there's nerve-related symptoms, you may have a test called an EMG where they're testing sort of the the nerve pulses in your neck. Think of it like someone coming into your house. If you bought an old house and you got a, a light that's short-circuiting, they got to try to figure out well, where along the path of the line is the problem occurring. And this EMG can help figure out, you know, is there compression in your neck? Is there a compression in your elbow? Is there a compression in your wrist? You know, is there a compression in more than one place than the other? The doctor may also then prescribe physical therapy. And only in these severe cases, if someone has like severe arthritis or a disc herniation and you fail these other conservative things, may they then have you see a spine surgeon and talk to you about surgery. So the gist of what I want to talk to you about today, though, is, you know, for those times where we all wake up and we have this neck pain or neck spasm and we're wondering, okay, what what can I do to treat it? And uh, on my little um, to-do list will be to create a video with a lot of these exercises, because I'll talk to you about them, but obviously it's easier to see them in a video. Um, so keep an eye out for that in the near future. So simple things, simple treatments for neck pain. One of the things that you can use simply is ice or heat. You know, some people find that ice makes it feel better, some people heat, some people even the ideas of contrast. So you may alternate back and forth between one and the other. The other common simple treatment that you can use are over-the-counter medications. So you have anti-inflammatories. These would be things like ibuprofen, naproxen, and even aspirin. So all of these do have risks. Um, and if you haven't listened to my previous episode where I talk a lot about these over-the-counter medications, go back and listen to that. There are also, also other over-the-counter medicines like acetaminophen. And then to make things a little better or more complicated, depending on how you look at it, there um, are some options now where you can buy a combo pill, which has both a little bit of acetaminophen and a little bit of ibuprofen. But sometimes if you don't have risk factors for taking one or two of those drugs, you may take those for a couple days and that may reduce and relieve symptoms, but they do have side effects. So talk to your doctor and make sure they're safe for you. There are a number of ointments and bombs over the counter that you can buy. You know, things like Tiger Bomb, Icy Hot, Biofreeze, Blue Emu, Australian Dream, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Some people find that that is soothing and they've used that. Um, but there are also a number of home exercises that you can do. And, and these, I think, are very, very helpful for people that just wake up with that stiff neck. You got the kink in your neck and you're trying to get this thing loosened up. So all those things may help the symptoms. But once the symptoms have subsided a little bit, you want to do some exercises. Now, there's an exercise, um, what's called um, oculocephalogyric exercise is a big term. But basically, for people that have a really stiff neck and it is hard to even kind of turn it one way or the other. I mean, you're, you're trying to turn your neck to the side and side, you just can't do it. It's so stiff and painful. And what these exercises are, are you actually do these 
exercises that you would for your neck, but you do them with your eyes. And the idea there being that even though you're looking with your eyes, you know, just try to look to your right. It's really hard to not have your neck move just a little bit, but you're focusing on your eyes. So one of the things that you may do is take your eyes, your head's stiff and straight ahead, but just look down kind of below your nose and then look up and then look down and then look up. So by doing these exercises, if you notice your chin and your head are probably moving just ever so slightly, and this is a way of trying to get some of those muscles to move very, very gently, but by focusing on using your eyes. And you'll do the same thing with side to side. So you take your eyes and you look all the way to the right, and then you look back all the way to the left, and then you look all the way back to the right, and then back again to the left. So by doing these, you can go up and down, back and forth, and it's a great way to just start getting those muscles loosened up just a little bit. And what you may start to find is eventually you can start to turn the neck a little bit or move the chin up and down a little bit. But those are for those people that have that severe spasm and you're so stuck, it's really, really hard to move. Now, if you just have some mild stiffness, it's just tight and you can move the, the neck somewhat, it just feels sore. We're going to do these full sets of exercises. So this extension flexion or bending and extension exercises. So what this is, again, is looking forward and tucking your chin as far down towards your chest as you can and holding it there. You'll feel the stretch in the back of your neck. You know, hold it five or 10 seconds and then gently look all the way up. Try to look at the ceiling. And then what's happening is you're stretching the front of the neck. And then once you hold that for five or 10 seconds, look back down again. And you can do this in a sequence of 10, you know, up and down. That just moves the, the the neck back and forth. The next one you want to do is side bending. So what you're trying to do is, you know, looking straight ahead is touching your right ear to your right shoulder, holding that position for five or 10 seconds, coming back up to the middle and trying to touch your left ear to your left shoulder, holding that for five or 10 seconds, and then repeating again back and forth. Now, let's say it's just subtly tight. You just had a big workout. You're fairly healthy. You don't have arthritis. You can add a little extra force to this. So, you know, as your neck is going all the way down to the right ear to right shoulder, you can reach up with your right hand on the left side of your head and just ever so gently with like about a pound of pressure, pull down a little bit more to feel an extra stretch and then release that. And then when you go left ear to left shoulder, left hand comes up on the right side of your head, pulls that one down. So that's your side bending. The next one is rotation. So again, looking straight ahead, you're going to try to turn your head all the way, trying to get basically your chin uh, to your right shoulder, hold that five or 10 seconds, then slowly come back to the middle and turn again to the left, chin to the left shoulder, hold that for five or 10 seconds, and then repeat. And again, if this is just a minor stiffness because you had a vigorous workout and you don't have other things like arthritis, you can gently add a little bit by just taking your index finger. So when you go right or chin to right shoulder, Take your index finger on the left side of your chin and just pull a little bit more with a pound of pressure. You'll feel a little extra stretch and the same thing the opposite way. Now, a um, couple other options um, that you can do. So this is a um, forward-backward. So these next two sort of exercises are a little bit more complicated and a little bit more advanced. But, you know, this forward-backward motion, basically think of almost like a you know a chicken walking around where the head's kind of bobbing back and forth. Um, you're basically trying to take your head and your chin and you're trying to jut it forward, hold that five or 10 seconds, and then try to jut your head backwards as far as you can. You'll feel some different muscle stretch. You know, again, forward, hold it five or 10 seconds, backward, hold it five or 10 seconds, repeat that 10 times. 
And this last one, which is one I really like, especially if I've been doing a lot of work in front of the computer, and there's kind of two ways, but basically, you know, take your fingers and interlace them. And you can do this either with your palm facing you or your palm facing out. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put them, you know, interlace your fingers, stick them all the way out in front of you. So your arms are straight out from your shoulders, almost like if you were going to, you know, put your um, hands around someone's neck, you know, if you were like dancing back in middle school. Um, And then what you're going to try to do is basically roll your shoulders forward, almost stretch your arms out of the socket and kind of tuck your chin just ever so slightly, and you'll feel this great stretch between your shoulder blades and the back of your neck. So this is one I like to do and hold for about, you know, five or 10 seconds. Those are a series of exercises. Again, I'm going to go back and make a video so you can see those, uh, but hopefully I kind of described them, and they're pretty simple to understand. If you are really tight, you know, you woke up, it's really, really stiff. One of the tricks that can be very helpful is to use a heating pad. So you can put a heating pad around your neck for five or 10 minutes, and then do these exercises, and then possibly ice it afterwards. So that's a little trick just to loosen the muscles up. If you notice that when you start, it's really tight, but by the end, it's actually better, that's great, but this is a way to sort of jumpstart that process by using the heating pad to loosen up the muscles, then do these stretching exercises, and then ice it. And if you notice stiffness, again, it's best to do these on a frequent basis. So if you did wake up, you have this stiff neck, you may try to do these every hour or two, especially if you then have to go to work and you're working at a computer, you know, set a timer and step back and do these exercises for a minute or two every hour to prevent you from having this be a reoccurring problem over and over again. Now, what about other options? So, you know, acupuncture has been very effective and helpful for a lot of people. Um, Masseuse or a massage, if they can gently work on your neck, you know, may be helpful. There's a lot of homeopathic things, things like arnica and turmeric that may be helpful to reduce pain and inflammation. So things that you can use now, hopefully if you unfortunately do wake up and, you know, slept wrong or been working a lot at work and in front of the computer and have this stiff neck, that here's a series of options that you can use on your own to get that pain under control and loosen up those muscles around your neck and hopefully alleviate your symptoms or shorten the duration of your symptoms. But again, symptoms that are severe, symptoms that are not getting better, symptoms that, you know, are associated with numbness, tingling, weakness, balance issues, seek out medical attention as quickly as possible. Um, And uh, I'll try to list those out too in the show notes so you can kind of see those different exercises. And if you're unsure of the anti-inflammatories for a review, Go back and listen to my episode on the uh, over-the-counter medications, but always talk to your doctor just so they can look at what medications you're taking in your health history and make sure that the medications you're planning to take um, are safe for you. So I hope you're enjoying the information. Um, If you're interested in supporting the show, you can support the show at Patreon, just patreon.com backslash your knee, your health. I don't have any merch yet, but um, what I have been working on that I'm happy to say I just finished not too long ago is a book on the knee and um, things related to the knee, exercises, plans for surgery, rehabilitation. So all the things that you're hearing here, but very specifically and in very, very deep detail um, about the knee, currently just looking for a literary agent um, and then hopefully find a publisher. So that would be something that, you know, Patreon subscribers would then get that as a uh, a bonus um, for signing up and supporting the show, Um, get you a signed copy of that book that I can hopefully get out and published and in the hands of people like you that could really benefit from that information. But in the meantime, stay safe, 
keep active, eat healthy. And until next time, you've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm Adam Rosen. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.